Hello and welcome to Podument Park, a Yankees podcast covering a last place team because that's where just how we are in 2023. I'm Andrew Burns. It's Kunshaw. How was your week? I am very thankful for the New Jersey Devils, and they didn't really have a great week either, but they at least ended my weekend on a better note than the Yankees did. So that's where I am. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they fell behind in their series, but hey, they won eight to four. And, you know, that's a baseball score. And the Yankees cannot say the same because uh, they, they scored had... more than the Yankees yesterday. Yeah. And, like, honestly, for the Yankees, that was an outburst. For, like, that's what <laughs> made it so uh, miserable that six nothing leave with their Garrett Cole on the mound and this offense actually giving him runs turned into a loss just like who boy yeah it was just one of those like if it happened while the yankees were in first place you would just be like oh whatever you know things happen it's baseball but like it's just so much more frustrating just given the current situation of the team and where they are yeah like it was from a thousand foot view this is a series at the trap where, like, if it happened in another year, we would look at it and be like, okay, well, you know what? It's hard to win at the Trop anyway for the Yankees. Even the losses were close. Whatever. But with this team, it's just more of the same in finding ways to lose. Like, Friday's game had some pretty annoying stuff, too, with the, the Jake Bowers bobble catch and then messed up in the outfield that allowed the go-ahead run to score. That was annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, this team keeps finding ways to lose, which is impressive, but very, very annoying. (laughs) Yeah, and it's the difference between, you know, you look at what the Rays are doing. This is That's how you get out to a start, like the way they have, or the way the Yankees got out to that start last year. You are just unrelenting, and even in the games you lose, you keep it very close and give yourself a chance to win. And... Again, this is just the Yankees doing what they're doing over and over again. Some weird managerial decisions, some weird roster construction, which we've already talked about ad nauseum. And we're, we're even doing this in a, in a week when the Yankees actually won a series against the, the Guardians right before. But, you know, you you go down to the trop and all the vibes go away right, right after that. That's It's about par for the course, but still. Yeah, like, to be fair, I feel like even if they had won yesterday's game, like, I'd still be down on the team. <laughs> not, not Definitely not as much, because, you know, hey, they scored runs, and they won a game, at, they won a series in a game at the top. Like, it would be definitely a little bit better, but I still wouldn't be, like, feeling great about this team just yet. No, um, it would be, like, more just a, okay, um, maybe oh. something is happening soon. Just, like, but that's, like, you know, not much of a difference. They'd still be in last place, for what it's worth, you know? They... Right are I think two and a half games behind the Blue Jays for that. So good job guys. Uh technically the Red Sox are in fourth. Oh yeah, that's right. I guess they flip flopped again but, because uh, yeah. uh the the Red Sox had their winning streak snapped and the Blue Jays yeah. swept the Pirates. So. Yeah. They have the same both teams have the same amount of wins but the Red Sox have one extra loss. Yeah. Mm. But yeah it is two and a half games behind the Red Sox. <laughs> yeah. And so I don't really want to hear about like, yeah, the Yankees are playing in a very tough division, but that's, that's the point. Like that they don't control that. Uh, I don't really care about like, Oh, maybe they would be doing better in a different division. That's not how this, this whole situation works. And when you're the Yankees, you're not trying to be like, Oh, we'll be maybe third best behind these other teams. No, you want to be the best. Yeah. No, except these Yankees just want to make the playoffs and, 
they probably still can because like, yeah, that's they... just how like, baseball works. And every single team except for like two makes the playoffs every year now. Now, there's so many playoff teams at this point that even now it still seems like pretty good chance that it will happen. So that's like, I mean, it's not really something like I would even say I'm worried about because like at this point when you're watching the team, you don't think that they would be able to do much even if they got there anyway. Obviously, you never know. Like the Phillies were the, literally the last wild card team last year and they made it to game six of the World Series. So sometimes weird things happen, but it's it's just yeah. not looking great right now. Like, okay, right now Fangraphs has... 61.2% chance to make the playoffs for these Yankees, which is actually better by quite a bit than the Red Sox or Orioles, who are the Orioles are actually having like legitimately good season so far. So still yeah. the expectations with this roster are fairly high, even accounting for these dudes getting injured and ideally coming back at some point. But right now you're just missing so many dudes and again, dudes who we you knew we were going to miss time with anyway. Yeah, exactly. And that's I think that's where it all comes down to, right? They're just banking on and the Yankees are fine treading water to get there, and then they're just hoping that everyone's healthy enough for the playoffs that and then over there it's just a crap shoe and anything can happen. But like it, it's not great, but it's just kind of what we have to resign ourselves that we have to accept that the Yankees have resigned themselves too. Yeah, and when you fall, you know, taking taking the last place part of the whole equation out of it, when you fall 10 games behind the division leader on May 8th, you are digging yourself a very big early hole. And, you know, the Yankees proved just last year that if you slump enough, you make enough misplays, you can almost squander away a 15-game lead, so... It's not done by any means, but it's just you're making things way more difficult for yourself than they needed to be through just these errors in roster construction, in-game management, and just play on the field. You know, Because at the end of the day, I can yell as much as I want about Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone, but there's still enough talented dudes on the field where they should still get it done. Garrett Cole should not be giving up a six-run lead. And like th- this is the only time this year that we've been able to rag on Cole at all, but like that was bad. Yeah, and it, it really just all comes down to roster construction, right? Like again, if everyone's healthy, yeah, they're probably in a little bit better position. If they're not starting, literally Isaiah Kiner, Falefa, uh, Willie Calhoun, Jake Bowers, and whatever uh, Aaron Hicks, like almost every single day, yeah, they're probably in a better spot than they are right now. But th- th- why are you not accounting? for the fact that you might have to start those four players at four out of nine lineup positions on a daily basis. Like, how is that not considered? And you're like, oh, yeah, you we're going to run with this. Like, no, it's just a bad idea. No, there are ways to get better death pieces in there. And they they looked at left field and they were like, no, we're good with what we have. And I I know that, like, Cashman in his thing the other day talked about, oh, yeah, we didn't like what was, was out there. Or we didn't like what we'd be giving up. And it's like, well, this is the bed that you made. And also, you've been very reluctant to actually give away notable prospects over the years. This is this is now a recurring thing. And like the guys that he's given up, yeah, that, that hasn't been a, like, a lot to come from it. But also, Clint Frazier never turned to anything. Esteban Foyal is not going to turn it to anything. Miguel Andujar was just DFA'd last year. You know? So like all these guys who were once like trade pieces just became 
nothing because the Yankees held on to them for too long, or there were some things that went along in the development process that led to them not becoming the players that they thought they were. So when it's happening this often, like the only like really good player the Yankees have developed is Aaron judge, you know, Gary Sanchez yeah. is not on this team anymore. They already cashed out with him in their desperation to get Isaiah Connor Falefa and Josh Donaldson. So, <laughs> and also Gary Sanchez was not who he was anywhere anyway. But that's not no. there. Yeah, I mean the whole left field plan was basically just like Andrew Benintendi or bust. And when the White Sox just threw a stupid amount of money at him, they just didn't have a backup plan. Which, like right now, again, Andrew Benintendi would not be a savior. He has a six forty nine OPS. It's not no. like he's tearing the ball, uh, the cover off the ball, but. Yeah, it just it literally that was their only plan was, hey, let's just try and bring him back, which, again, I think if they did work out a deal and he they brought him back, we would have been fine with it. But I think we were also both fine, like, with not giving him the contract that the White Sox gave him. Yeah, but I, and there, there are probably some other moves that could have been made that would have been just, like, smaller additions, but may have added to more to the minor league depth. And that just didn't really happen. So yeah. instead, we get when Oswaldo Cabrera has some, you know, disappointing but not stunning regression, you're left with not a lot of answers out there. Right. And, yeah, it's it's hard to have, like, the eighth person on the depth chart at a position be, like, you know, a really good player. And I get that. Like, you're going to be kind of stuck with, like, you know, not-so-great baseball players. But then your roster shouldn't be constructed of – guys who are one and two in the depth chart that are just not going to be on the field yeah so but anyway i mean i will say for as much as as we are uh ragging on them uh willie calhoun did have a good game in there or two good couple games had some big home runs jake bowers had a home run Uh, i mean had that bad left field thing but he's again being put in a position where he shouldn't have been out there because he's not really a left fielder but anyway yeah I was gonna say you would you wouldn't you wouldn't know it from hearing us, but the Yankees did have an over five hundred week. <laughs> technically, technically, I mean, I guess by our like how we're going back to it, right? Because it's like, oh yes, <laughs> yes, just Monday uh, podcast to podcast is a week. Yeah, and isn't that the true week? <laughs> That's the true week. Yeah, yeah. Jake Bowers, he was alive for five minutes because he had that one hit this week, which yeah. was a home run, and it was cool. And then he has been hitting the ball hard. It looks like, and just like from watching him as at bats, at least it, I do agree that there might be something there that they can, you know, jump on in this interim period. For that reason, I don't think that he's going to go when Aaron judge comes back. I think they might just demote Oswald Peraza because they're not really playing him. And he had that ankle thing anyway. So that's, that's probably going to be the move. Although if, Someone wants to say just release Aaron Hicks. You know, I'm not arguing against that at this point. No, yeah, I mean, you, unless it's Aaron Hicks, you know, I I, re, I really feel strongly that they're not going to get rid of uh, an outfielder at this point, right? Yeah, they're struggling to make something work in left field, and they have way too many infielders. So Oswald Peraza, or even Oswaldo Cabrera, one or the other, I could see going down. I think all signs point to Peraza being sent down to AAA letting him figure things out there or at least play there. Cause he didn't, what he would, he didn't even make, make even one like plate appearance or anything during the race. No, series, right? And I, I think part of that does have to do with that uh, ankle, sprain the ankle injury, had. but sprain, even still yeah. like he could have made a pinch hit appearance at some point or a start. You don't have to yeah. start him in like immediately the day after or even Saturday, but like Sunday, why not? I, 
Yeah, unless he's just that hurt, in which case, why is he not on the IL? Yeah, well, I guess they've they even just played that game for a while, so. <laughs> they probably also just don't know who else to bring up at this point. Like, I don't know what to do with the IL. Yeah, so Aaron Hicks did finally get an extra base hit. Wonder if maybe that saved his roster spot for now. I don't know, but he also had the uh, weird base running in the 10th inning, which was partially a result of the contact play, but also just more of the same from Aaron Hicks. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, uh, it's always good when you've gotten a whole month into the season before you get your first extra base hit, right? Yeah, and IKF did that too. He got a double on Saturday. <laughs> that was yeah. his first extra base hit. And these are regulars on the, the Yankees lineup. Like, Hicks oh, yeah. maybe shout a little out, bit less. But... <laughs> shout out, by the way, to IKF's left field defense for almost taking Harrison Bader out. <laughs> yeah, Harrison Bader's first game back. And this is right after, like, Jake Bowers almost Dustin Fowler himself. Isaiah kind of was just like, hi, I'm going to be the wall and just, like, almost destroy Harrison Bader. Yeah, and again, this is the thing where the Yankees are putting a dude in a position to fail because IKF is not a left fielder. Like, like he I made his first career start in right field player. this weekend, too. And it's like, okay, we, we need to stop trying to force this. Again, Ugh. I know that they're desperate and grasping at straws because, again, they just didn't know what they just don't know what else to do. But just it, it it's a it's a tough situation, a shitty situation, but it's a like like we said, it's the bed they made themselves. So like, I'm not gonna forgive them or like be like, oh man, you're in a bad spot. You put yourselves in this spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's the Yankees. <laughs> Yay! And I guess we'll quickly run through some of the injuries. We have gotten some news over the past week. Aaron Judge is probably gonna be back on Tuesday, which is about to be expected. I think they thought it was gonna be a short IL situation anyway, so. Good that his hip was like, yeah, we just need a little bit of time off. So that's and easy enough. Good that they only wasted like three days before they put him on the field. Yeah. Because <laughs> like otherwise, I I genuinely was expecting them to get to like the uh get to the uh trap and then be like, you know what, we're gonna put him on the IL retroactive to last Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> but so um, Luis Severino is gonna start a rehab assignment soon. Uh, there's <laughs> the weird note about like Sevy being mad about the Yankees for being extra cautious. <laughs> Yeah, like, he, he, I don't know if you saw his quotes or whatever, but he's like, mm-hmm. I think it was unnecessary to go uh, to, to go throw in a, a low A. Uh, I do whatever they tell me to do. It is what it is, whatever. Like, something along those lines. I was like, dude, I get that you're frustrated and you're just a you're, you're a competitor, you're a baseball player, you want to you wanna get out there, you want to help your team, especially with the situation the team is in. I get it. And it's a good attitude to have, Severino. Yeah. But can you really blame them for being extra cautious? Like, have you seen your history? No, he probably just saw the most recent Johnny Brito or Clark Schmidt start and was like, God, just put me in. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> put me in, coach. Like I said, like, I appreciate that yeah, from exactly. Severino. Like, like, it's a good attitude to have. Did the same thing last my, year when he was like, why am I going on the 60? But yeah, yeah my, they, got, my, they have to treat him with, uh, yeah. you know, care. <laughs> yeah, my, I'm not so much worried about what the Yankees are doing in that regard. Like, I'm okay with it. My only concern is, like, Severino, this is now twice in consecutive years where he's been, like, vocally frustrated by it, is, like, are they just not doing a good enough job, like, talking to him, explaining to him what's going on, or just does he not care? That's I think the only he might thing just I'm... be more open about it. He, he also has, like, one of the longest relationships with the Yankees of anyone in the organization at this yeah. point. So I think like, there's I... probably that comfort, too. And also, he knows he's going to be heading into free agency anyway, probably, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I don't think he's like I don't think the Yankees are burning any bridges yeah. or doing anything like that severe. It's just more just like oh, I, it just those are a little thought. Like mm, maybe 
maybe let's just talk a little bit more if that's the case. But yeah, no, Severino should be headed to Scranton for a rehab assignment. That's good. Yeah, unlike uh, Carlos Rodon, who just does not have a timetable at this point, had a yeah. cortisone shot in his back, but uh, they're just waiting to see how he responds to that. And they're just worried about his chronic back, which is bad for a dude you just signed for six years. <laughs> yeah, my question to that is, did they know about this when they signed him? And I don't know if yes or no is the answer I want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they they knew that he had like an injury history for sure, but it was like more stuff with like the shoulder or the elbow, I think, than the back. But again, like when you have an injury history, that's enough of a mark on your resume that means you're more likely to get hurt again with something than a guy who doesn't have that. So. I I still really like what Carlos Rodon can do for a team when he's on the mound, but again, you got to get him to the mound. Yeah, and it's just one of those situations where, like, when we when he signed him, when they signed him, it was like it was completely unexpected because I thought the rotation was in a little bit better shape, and then now there's what two 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 starting pitchers on this in this rotation at this point. Yeah, like Nestor's not even doing that well. So. Uh, what can you do? Yeah. Oh, and. Lou Trevino, Tommy John surgery, uh, just to follow up from last week. Yeah. <laughs> and not surprising. Just, again, sucks. He was good down the stretch last year. Would have been nice to have in the bullpen. But, you know, even with Albert, Bra- Albert Abreu giving up the walk-off yesterday, the bullpen has not really been the problem, you know, and with Clay Holmes' frustrations too. But yeah, and when you look at the, the team as a whole, that's not something I'm really worried about. Other no, that's Holmes' usage. <laughs> Yeah, it's specifically where they're using holes, but if that's like the only problem yeah. for a bullpen, it's, it, it's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, and it does seem like Tommy Canely is getting closer to returning as well. He's targeting June. He's facing hitters soon. He would be a great guy to have in there just if, not only to cut down on the risk of, uh, you know, seeing Albert a break. <laughs> yeah, right. Plus, he just has his thunder thighs. Yes. Oh, man, I miss the thunder thighs. <laughs> <laughs> And in the news, everyone was apparently waiting for Josh Donaldson maybe looking at a possible late May return. Eh? 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 That's Crickets. the best I got. Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I'm like, I'm not sure. Did Zoom, did Zoom come out or do we just not care? <laughs> no, I was just, I was just giving crickets. <laughs> yeah. But the, the the very sad thing, the very sad thing is that even Josh Donaldson makes this lineup better. <laughs> like, Josh yeah. Donaldson and his lame-ass, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm just throwing this out there. Like, if he does, like, an 80 WRC+, plus, that's still doing more than what, like, you know, Aaron Hicks or Isaiah Kainafaletha are doing in a lineup. So, yeah. <laughs> great, great times. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah. So, those are the uh, injury updates. Isn't it great? Woo! Yeah. Fantastic. We love it. Nothing on Giancarlo's stand, by the way. I have no idea what's going on with him. I don't... doesn't seem like we're going to get him till June. Maybe. Yeah. There's, when there's no update, there's just really not much you can do about it. Yeah. Yeah. And Josh it's just Donaldson sad, has... like, hearing him talk about his injury. He's just... And I feel so bad for him. He's, like, so defeated. Yeah. You could tell... And again, that, it's one of those, like, hey, good attitude to have, right? Like, mm-hmm. you don't... Like, he wants to be out there. Anybody knows Giancarlo's stand. He hates that he's not able to play. He wants to play in the field. He wants to hit. He wants to be their first team. He wants to win. And not being able to do that is probably just killing him. So I yeah. feel bad. <laughs> yeah. 
<sighs> All right. Well, speaking of killing, we're going to uh, kill some revenue bucks or something and take an ad break. <laughs> Woo! We're back. So we are going to mosey right along to our BREF top 12 check-in. Obviously not a very enthralling check-in with how the Yankees have been playing, but it's still funny to see the names that pop up there. So who we got? Well, th- th- there's some fun in this. But, yeah, I'll get to that. So, obviously, Garrett Cole is the leader, even though yesterday's outing was bad. It's just, well, nobody else has done anything to be even close to him, right? Yeah. (laughs) Following him is Anthony Rizzo. Aaron Judge, who's missed the last week, still at number three, still Mm -hmm. in the top three. Ian Hamilton's made his work in his way up. He's still there, yeah. He's he's still there and you know working, keeping it there. And he got his first career save the other day. That was that was cool. I I like that. That was and that that's enough. Just to you know go back to our earlier crappy conversation. That was like a legitimately fun win on Saturday with the the late Harrison Bader hit. Ian Hamilton getting the save that could have been built been building something. But now twenty twenty three Yankees. Anyway, no kudos on letting Ian Hamilton get the save. Yeah. Following him is uh, my my sweet prince, Michael King. Looking great. Anthony, Vol- Anthony Volpe, DJ LeMahieu, and uh, making his debut for the Yankees and on the baseball reference leaderboard, Harrison Bader, because he's been <laughs> that good this week that he's already number eight on the list. He's played five games. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's more telling about just how good he's been or how bad the rest of the team has been. Column A, column B. Yeah, exactly. And then rounding out the bottom four for the top 12 are Wandy Peralta at nine, Ron Marinaccio at 10, Domingo Herman 11, and Giancarlo Stanton, who has not played in a long time. Yeah. Number 12. And he has played 13 games total for just so we're all accounting. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, poor Nestor. He's not even on there. <laughs> He is not. <laughs> yeah. We did find out, I guess we missed earlier, he was battling strep throat, apparently, which may have contributed to how crappy he was in Texas. He, he was kind of feeling kind of off that day, but yeah. He will get he'll get a do-over tonight against the A's. So yeah, not not a bad situation to come back to, I guess. No, again, it's like semi rehab assignment, right? Yeah. Hopefully, but it is a tw- but it is the twenty twenty three Yankees. So no, I know. You know. I'm not. I'm not saying that it's like instant win or anything. I'm just saying it's a good lineup to for Nestor to face. For Nestor, yes, yeah. for the team. <laughs> now, oh, no. they're going to lose this series, aren't they? <laughs> oh, they might. We'll see. Anyway, uh... that's the BRF check in. I guess we might as well just jump ahead quickly to the look ahead. Yeah, they're playing three against the A's, and this is the like an ultimate lose lose thing because if you you know, win two out of three, you're sweep. Yeah, no shit. You're supposed to beat the A's because they're absolutely terrible and trying to lose and trying to move. So, yeah. And if you lose to them, then, oh, my God, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, this is, oh, my God, the A's are 8 and 27. Yeah. If you lose two out of three to them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't they... know what I'm going to do. I'm going to just yell into the slack, but... I promise it won't be nice what I say in there. No. Because holy crap. Yeah, yeah, they they actually just played a three-game series against the Royals, which is just a funny matchup of terrible, terrible teams. Because the Royals, Four. I think, have like the same record. They're they're one game better at nine and twenty-six. Yeah. So and, a few, and that that's actually worse, I think, for the Royals, because like 
they actually have like developmental goals and aren't just like floating in the abyss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Royals actually or the, the A's actually won that series against the Royals. So, you know, shame on them. <laughs> oh god. And this is a road series too. They won that in Kansas City. Uh, did Earl this Chapman blow a save? I hope so. Uh I don't know. I I've forgotten he exists sometimes. So. <laughs> he basically doesn't exist if he's pitching for like a what nine win team. So although I guess the Yankees aren't that much better. Anyway. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. I forgot Zach Grinke is back with the Royals. Oh yeah. He just, you know, feels like keep pitching. So whatever. Yeah. But that was the A's first series victory of twenty twenty three. Maybe the Yankees will give them another. Dear God, hopefully not. Oh, please don't. Please don't. Please yeah. don't. That's all I can say. And then, if in case you didn't get enough of the Rays from uh, this past weekend, they're coming to town <laughs> for more. For four? Yeah. Yeah, so four games against the Rays from the 11th to the 14th. Let us see if the Yankees uh, find other ways of embarrassing themselves. This could get ugly. They also have four games in Toronto against the Blue Jays right after that, so uh, best of luck. The only... The only good thing is, at least, like, Aaron Judge will be back for the, 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 those series. Yeah. Not that I expect the team to do any better. It just... It, no, it's it, just it, getting it, more adults in the room again. You know, that's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say the team's just a lot more palatable, but yeah. <laughs> your, your, your version works, too. <laughs> You're just here. He's like, oh, oh, that that's what a big league player is supposed to look like. Okay. <laughs> Oh. All right, let's just end this. Yankee and Manfred of the week, other than the entire team. <laughs> Although yeah. that's not entirely fair because Kunch has a very deserving Yankee of the week. Take it away. Yankee of the week is uh, it's got to be Harrison Bader. I mean, yeah. dude has come on and just been phenomenal. He's slashing three eighty nine, three eighty nine. 833 so he has an OPS at 1222 OPS plus at 229 uh yeah it's only been five games but it's just been a spark of energy that this team has just desperately been without he's already had he's already got two home runs he's got a triple like he came at double side of the cycle yeah the, the only thing the dude's missing is walks but he's just hitting the ball so like who cares if he's not walking right, right now yeah no he's Quickly becoming a fan favorite if he's not already, and very deservingly so. I mean, he had a phenomenal playoffs. We were wondering if that was going to be the real Harrison Bader, what we're going to see. There's probably going to be some regression at some point, but that's the way to come onto the scene, dude. And IKF, don't kill him. Nah, he's a 229 OPS plus guy. I've decided. <laughs> so that, that's just his life. He's the new Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. Fine. yeah. He's yeah. the best baseball player ever. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, Harrison Bader. Uh, again, this is an example of just getting an adult back in the lineup because even if he wasn't hitting like this great, what he offers is just so much better than what they're running out in center field, especially with Judge injured. So yeah. you're getting not only an elite defensive center fielder, and again, truly elite guy who can catch anything, gets great jumps, and knows what he's doing out there, but also someone who you know can take a real at bat against pitchers. You yeah. shouldn't, it, it's sad that we're phrasing that, but yeah, real at bats are good. Note: real at bats are good, mm-hmm. competitive at bats. Also good. He's getting almost half a win in a week. Yeah. I'm going to give a week. quick boo to the Yankee social media team for their lightsaber graphics that they did with him for Darth Bader, and they gave him a blue lightsaber instead of a red one. What are you guys Cowards. doing? 
What are you doing? You're the evil empire, supposedly. Yeah. Well, they they do not. like to go onto the field with the uh, Rebel Alliance music or whatever it is instead of yeah. Uh, they just they just don't know what they're doing. Yeah. The problem boils anyway. down from the top. <laughs> anyway, um, who's your Yankee of the week? My Yankee of the week. Uh, I'll keep it easy. I'll say DJ LeMay. He's also been hitting. Um, and I think I'd made him my Manfred of the week. Yeah, I was gonna week. say he he had a good turnaround after you yelled at him last yeah. week. <laughs> See, the robot understood my uh, error input message and uh, fixed things. So, resolved. 391, 440, 435 in the past week. Again, just can't really say enough about when you're watching an offense scuffle and they're sending up all these Willie Calhouns and IKFs and Aaron Hicks. Then you get like a DJ LeMahieu real at bat in there and Anthony, Anthony Rizzo real at bat in there. It, it's, it's nice to say. <laughs> Yeah, it just it just sucks when like the fourth guy in the lineup will do something to get a rally going, and then just like nobody at, behind him can do anything. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. And I'm not gonna make him my Manfred of the week, but Anthony Volpe only has a 55 WRC plus in the past week. He's gotta pick it back up a little bit. And we've said enough about his Walter Cabrera. It's not great. <laughs> yeah. Although he has, he did get some better contact in the past few days, so maybe that'll lead to something. But uh, there have been some arguments that maybe he should be demoted to work out some things because that's more important for his long-term future. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. No, that's why I was like, I think we even talked about before, I mentioned it before, like, it could, I guess, be him when Judge comes back to go down, but... It'll probably be Peraza, yeah. But it'll still probably be Peraza, yeah. Especially anyway. because Waldo could still play pretty much anywhere, so... Yeah, they need that because, well... Well, uh, IKF can play anywhere. I can't say if you will play well, but... <laughs> Technically, you can put him in any position at this point. Yes, it's true. All right. Um, who is your Manfred of the week? I think I'm going to go with Aaron Boone. Yeah, I had I had two real contenders. I'm assuming you might take my other one. If not, I'll give him a shout out. But yeah, Aaron Boone, what are you doing putting Alberta Breu in the tenth inning? <laughs> it's literally that it pissed me off so much. Yeah, especially after Michael King was there had. Only pitched an inning. This is literally Michael King. He gives you three innings every time, but the one time you decide to, to use him for one inning is and uh the tenth inning at the top of the game where like potentially you could win. I don't and it's an operator Brie, we've talked about enough. The dude has just like an unlucky or he's just the luckiest man in baseball. Like I mean, obviously his numbers don't look as great now as they did like two weeks ago, but the dude loves just letting inherited runner score. Yeah. And when you don't score in the in the top of the tenth, and there's a man just randomly gifted to the other team on the uh, on second base in the tenth inning, the bottom of the tenth, Albert Bray's gonna let him score. It's what he loves doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His ERA like, not affected. They by managed it. <laughs> to work it out uh, against the Guardians, but the Guardians' offense is really bad. That is not the Rays' offense. So, could yeah. he tried he tried to hit on seventeen. Again, and blackjack and did not work. Yeah, just because it worked once doesn't mean that should be your plan. <laughs> yeah, and also a special shout out for uh, when he used IKF as a pinch hitter on was it Friday or Saturday? But like, that was an inspired choice. Uh, I think it was Friday. I think it was Friday. Yeah, yeah, that didn't work. Was that right after that he used like Aaron Hicks and that worked, or was it the other way? It around? was a he used a Higgy as a pinch hitter, and that was also kind of weird, but oh, it worked used, out when he got a double. And it was the same sort of thing where it's like, oh well, my wild ass pinch hitting choice that worked this time. Let's do it again. 
And mind you, the only reason the Higgy thing worked is because it was just like, I think the third baseman missed the ball or something like yeah. that. Like, it wasn't like a great hit or like clutch hit or anything. Anyway, yeah. My man for the week is not going to be Garrett Cole, who I think was here. You were going to shout out. I'm going to yell at Brian Cashman for a minute because, oh my God, I do not need to hear of your championship caliber <gasps> roster bullshit. It's. I forgot about that. That's a good one. Yeah, that was within the past week. And, like, I know this is not even new at this point. And, like, Hal Steinbrenner does this, too. But, like, we've heard this for so long. And it's just not true. Yankees are have put together some good rosters. But they've also put together a bunch of flawed rosters. And bottom line, they have not been in a World Series since 2009. They've been in one World Series since I started high school, which was many years ago at this point. So, yeah, you know. Holders with the higher standards. Stop saying this is championship yeah, power club. You can admit that there needs to be improvements. Yeah, and the, the whole, like, just trying to make an event of it, right? Like, everyone tweeting out, Brian Cashman will speak to the media today at 4.30. Like, we all know exactly what the hell he's going to say. Same yeah. old bullshit. And yeah. technically, they're, technically, they're not wrong because of the whole, like, their philosophy and that, like, anything can happen in the playoffs, right? And this is a team that... He's yeah. a playoff caliber team that I think you and I both will agree on for the most part is a playoff caliber team in the sense that, yeah, they, they're good enough to make the playoffs because, well, again, everyone makes the playoffs. Yeah. But to good enough to actually win a championship, no, it's not as much of a crapshoot as like people like ownership will like have you believe better good rosters win the playoffs, win the uh, win the championship. Yeah, like sometimes you could catch lightning in a bottle and just like, you know, the underdog team will just run it and things like that. Or sometimes, hey, the number one seed loses. Yeah, that all happens. But it's still like not – you're not winning. Teams with like Willie Calhoun, IKF, and freaking uh, Aaron Hicks starting are not winning the World Series. I'm sorry. That is not a ch- championship caliber roster. Yeah. All right. So I think we'll wrap it up. Oh, one last, hey, let's end this thing on a positive note. Congratulations to Derek Jeter, uh, new baby yes. boy, KS Green I, Jeter, apparently. I will I, I will admit, when I saw the graphic on Instagram, I thought, like, the opposite happened. I thought somebody passed away just because it was, like, a black boy or white text. I was like, oh, God. And I saw, like, welcome to the world, baby boy. I was like, oh, this is good news. Use <laughs> colors, man. <laughs> no colors involve you know animation and that is not cheater style yeah. yes Con- congratulations to the former captain yes yes so you can follow us on twitter at podium park follow me on twitter at merns psa follow pinster valley pinster valley what is your recommendation for the week take a step back from the yankees if you need to yeah. it's not good <laughs> yeah josh had a similar sentiment at the end of his uh, recap i think on friday and uh yeah, very fair. If you need to, you know, take a you know, little bit of a hiatus from the Yankees, you know, catch up on some TV, uh, catch up on uh, the Devils, if you're a Devils fan like us, or just do anything else. Watch the Knicks. I don't care. Honestly, yeah, watch the NHL playoffs. I don't care if you have a rooting interest or not. It's just fun. Watch the Kraken. Go Kraken. Yeah, and definitely don't root against them. Yeah. Because that's just wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, that'll do for us. Go Yankees. Please stop embarrassing us. Yeah. Hey, maybe they'll go 7-0 this week. You've heard it here first. 7-0 Yankees. If you do not do that, it's a disappointment. Goodbye. See ya.